Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings. Happy New Year. And welcome back to the last episode of 2023 of space trash lifestyles of the rich and uranus and i almost feel like before it's new year's we shouldn't say happy new year we should be like happy old year happy old year yeah you're right i should really have a 2023 headband on it's like hey hurrah we did it we did do it what uh what what was it that you wanted to so just for background everybody we're doing a year in review we're doing it at the 11th hour so we're going to try to get through this no edits just front to back a tight 45 and not say anything so offensive that we have to go in and make a cut. But <laughs> all that being said, Sarah has something she wants to float by me. What, what is it? So I keep seeing these headlines about um, Tammy, Tammy Rose Blanchard. No, what's her name? Um, Gypsy, Gypsy Rose. Okay. 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 I thought, stop, okay, stop, okay. stop, stop. I was literally going to <laughs> ask you the same thing. I don't know what I I'm shut. Wait, are we on? The, this, I, I don't know if we're on the same page though, because wh- what I came to realize is that I am truly a fucking moron. Sarah, me too. Is this the gifts of the magi? Are we about to tell each other the same exact thing? Because here's what I was going to. Here's what I was going to tell you. I have no idea about this story. I don't know anything about it because every time I heard people say Gypsy Rose Blanchard, I thought they were talking about Gypsy Rose Lee, so I didn't look into it. <laughs> you thought the same thing <laughs> a broadway revival of some kind also because the reason i was confused is because i did see gypsy on broadway and the person that was playing the daughter role was tammy blanchard stop not kidding it was tammy blanchard i guess I, and you know i love crime and so this whole story, I thought you were going to make fun of me for thinking that because you love uh, true crime so much. I was like, she's definitely I love theater more. Me too. Oh, my God. That is so fun. I can't believe we both thought... listeners. I need you to understand that so my, before... my nipples are rock hard. <laughs> before we started recording, we both were like, I have to ask you something. OK, <laughs> let's just uh, let's do it on mic. This is it. Oh, my God. OK. Gypsy Rose Blanchard is the story of the taint week. Like every every Christmas taint week, every year, there's, you know, the week between Christmas and New Year's. It's a news dead zone. Like a couple years ago, it was all about Hilaria Baldwin being exposed for being named Hillary and not a real Spaniard. Which I want to just pause and have super, super gratitude for. Yeah, that was the best week so ever. So funny. So funny. So good. And... This year, it was Gypsy Rose Blanchard being released from prison, and I realized, wait a minute, something has happened. This woman uh, is not 
Gypsy Rose Lee. And here's right. what's so weird about so right. Gypsy Rose Lee was the star of um Gypsy, the Broadway musical, which it was based on her life. She wasn't the star of it. It was based on her life. Bette Midler has played her, I think Bernadette Peters. Correct me if I'm I wrong. I saw Bernadette Peters and Tammy Blanchard. That's crazy. And it's all about a girl with a horrible stage mom. And this girl similarly had a horribly abusive mom, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. But that's why and- every time I looked into the story, I was like, oh, they're talking like there's some revamp of the musical happening where it's like really about like domestic abuse. It's so weird and bizarro. How <laughs> on earth is it a mother abusive mother daughter story? Gypsy Rose couldn't be more specific. But it's not the musical. Right. And Sarah, it's not named after the musical. I was looking into this while you were going to the bathroom. They arrived at the name Gypsy Rose independently. Because... I can't. I fucking can't. So the mom, the mom was like a um, Munchausen by proxy case. She right. wanted the daughter to be really sick. So she would like, oh my God, the things she would put her through. It's nauseating. I don't want to talk about it, but. Well, make it a musical. Let's make it a musical. Oh my God, there would be like, <laughs> it would be horrible. It'd be like, we injected Botox in your saliva glands so you would stop drooling, gypsy. Oh Dude, no. That would be so fun. That's better than Out of Africa. Out of Africa is pretty good too. But okay. They're both really good. Yeah. Okay. Gypsy Rose Blanchard, her mom was 25 when a 17 year old got her pregnant and they had the kid together. Weird. Which is like even insane. That we're, we haven't done a May December episode yet, but the fact that it's like she was the 25 year old, like she, she sexually assaulted a teenager. Weird. Well, allegedly, we don't know what state it was in. It could have been legal, creepily enough. But Whoa. So the, the way that they arrived at that name is because she liked the name Gypsy and he liked Guns N' Roses. I fucking care. Tell me this wasn't in New Jersey. Please tell me it wasn't New Jersey. No, of course not. Okay, good. Where are they from? I don't know. The Midwest, probably. Not New York City? (laughs) (laughs) No. So, okay, wow. That that was a New Year's miracle. All right, let's get into it. Okay, but wait, wait. No, no, no. But I just want to acknowledge the divine synchronicity. Not only did Gypsy Rose Lee and Gypsy Rose Blanchard, who actually played the daughter, Tammy Blanchard, in the Broadway musical, so that's also fucking crazy, came to that independently. But the fact is... We came to this independently. With the same issue. Yeah. We're both dumb for the same reason. I was not going to bring it up at all, but I was laughing so hard, like, for the last few days. Every time these Tammy Rose Blanchard headlines come up, I've been going, like, wait, what? And just laughing to myself, like, oh, my God, you fucking moron. And I was like, is this for the pod or not for the pod? And I was like, let me just see, like, what Molly thinks, like, or what she thinks. Like, am I stupid? Do I not honor journalism? And... I'm so grateful <laughs> as we begin this, as we end, we didn't, I'm not beginning. We'll begin it tomorrow and we'll talk about that. But as we end this new year, I'm so grateful what I find myself with and while I sit in the harvest of my labor that we both thought that Gypsy Rose Blanchard was, was Gypsy uh, Rose talking Lee. about a, some kind of a, re, a revival of, of Gypsy. It's yeah. Yeah. Hopefully in the new year. I mean, God knows. I don't want to follow this story because it's too twisted and sad. I started reading the Wikipedia page and I was just no, like, No, it's really, really weird. It's horrific. It's just scary well, and terrible. What's also horrific is like the first thing that's happening as she gets out of jail. And like, again, I didn't look into it at all because I just thought we were talking about the musical until like right now. Literally but um, today. <laughs> Right. Like, but so um, 
she's like art like so i guess she's been engaged for years but it's like anybody that gets engaged while they're in prison is also setting themselves up for some weird like after moment that's really weird a man wanted to get engaged to her (laughs) yeah like she got engaged to a man and now they're like due to get married as soon as possible after she's released from prison and it's like wait okay i know that your mother was fucked up and the gypsy the mother herself gypsy the musical was fucked up but like as your friend great name by the way look into the musical gypsy rose but i would just say give it some give it at least some months yeah give it some months yeah and also it's a little damning to everybody else who can't even get a text back who's walking free <laughs> able to actually have sex and stuff and still not oof, oof. That's rough. I mean, the worst slash best case of the worst case scenario that I would hope is that this is a guy who's really like Capricorn season, a long game player. And he's like, someday this will be a movie or at least a few movies. And like, I will cash in on that. Right. She's going to have a very happy dancing with the stars. She's going to join mm-hmm. Cameo. Oh my God. Right. Yes. Yes. She's yes. Be on reality shows. She's, right. She's about to She's going to be okay. She's going to yeah, be okay. Like, she she killed her mother for a goddamn reason. And this is why. She's gonna she's gonna be on like the not the Monica Lewinsky path, but like a more lucrative path similar to that. Do you know what I mean? Like a a person who's infamous because of their role in pop culture. People are on their side, even though they were original. They were originally, you know, oppressed or persecuted for whatever reason. Like she's, and I hope she rides it all the way to the bank. She deserves it. I feel like in the musical of it that she will ultimately finance for us with us. Um. Her mom's name is also Gypsy Rose, but that's not why they named her Gypsy Rose. Gypsy just liked the name Gypsy, and her father, the boy, the young boy, liked Guns N' Roses. Yeah, well, yeah, because we're going to make it as true to life as possible. Exactly. But also, like, with that theater flair. And singing, yeah. Like, heightened for music. Heightened for music and theater. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. let's get into our year in review. Please. So... I don't even know how to tackle this because it's like part of me wants to just like maybe you while you're there with your other free hand should pull up even just like the space trash podcast like starting from Jan 1 because we could we could correspond stories with time. Right. Well, Sarah, here's the thing. I don't understand how our analytics work. It's really hard. What do you mean? I don't even look. I was going to say, let's look at what our most listened to podcasts. Oh, my God. That's such a good idea. But it's too hard. What do you, how is that possible? Isn't it just, look, I'm not, I've never been one for math, but it feels like that would be like extremely straightforward. I did it as, as well, you can't sort by, you can't sort by popularity. So that's the problem. But Uh, I will say our first episode of the year was, I think the most popular Prince Harry's Prince Harry's spare memoir leaks so that was huge and then as his memoir continued oh my god we were reading this thing for over a month god it was long (laughs) Rihanna at the Super Bowl was really big and that was a big one for me because she was pregnant and I was pregnant but I hadn't told anyone yet so right she actually outed you yeah 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 she did and what else was really big uh oh my favorite one of my favorite moments of the year was when Kate Middleton wore the shoes that Meghan Markle had popularized. And then the next day, William's alleged mistress also wore the shoes. That was very psychotic. I loved it. I, that was, I would say that just, I mean, I guess we were, we haven't heard most of the episodes yet, but just instinct. That was one of my favorite episodes of the year. Yeah, it was fun. And a huge thing this year was Scandaval. That was really dominant in the. No, uh, late, but see, like, what were the dates summer? of Scandaval? 
I don't know. It was like August, September. As we go through the astrology list, I have a strong feeling that we will very quickly and easily be able to coordinate the space trash registrar. And if you guys listening at home or in your car, but not while you're driving, want to play the game too. And Molly, we can do this separately and then come back and confab, confab on the Patreon. But you could also just like literally go into your pictures app, search the the month that we're talking about or search the date that we're talking about. And you can see in your own life what was going on around then. Oh, okay. So you're going to tell us what was going on date date wise, astrologically. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's do that. And then after that, I want to go through the top Google searches in pop culture of the year because it tells us a lot about how much we all love trash. I would love that. And and we could save it for the and, Patreon, but just sort of like, um, what would you say? And darkness. It's really dark. Everything people Google is dark, dark, dark. So like, I don't ever want to hear people be like, why can't anyone ever write uplifting news stories? Because no one clicks on them. No one It's cares. not because we're Capricorns. It's because of you. It's because people have people want to watch a train wreck. I don't know what. Well, to it's tell because you, we're all you know? gonna die. Is why that's what this year this year solidified for me that life is death. You didn't think so until this year. Not what really. I've always felt year? well. Just I I just experienced so much firsthand death. Mm, yeah, you did. You did. That was me last year. I was gonna say. I was just gonna say you at the end of last year had yeah. the same experience where it was like, oh wow, like actually, like we're mortal yeah and i guess i guess like if anything i hope you all offer me some forgiveness not from like a narcissistic angle but from just the point of view of understanding that a lot of the choices that i make and have made and probably will continue to make are based on the the sort of underlying notion that i'm never gonna die but i i guess i also maintain the same feeling which is that no i definitely am and either way i think the energy is the same yeah anyway dark um the and other important. thing that, and it's so important. The other thing that I was going to <laughs> bring to the table um, on a lighter note is the comments by celebs account posted the top 10 celeb comments of the year. And they're so awesome. So we can do that on the Patreon. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Let's give some free promotion to the comments by celebs account. Yeah. Put down this podcast right now and go look at that because it's probably more interesting it's, than what or, we're about to And do. no, but you know, no, but even better, even better, join the Patreon because we'll do it there. Okay. Let's Sales. start with this this astrology plan that you have. What was okay. like the first big momentous astrological movement this year? Well, so let me just set the scene for you. Okay. It's December 31st, 2022. Okay. The sun moves slowly but surely into the next year and it becomes, boom, January 1st, 2023. Oh, wait, real quick. Something I noticed, but maybe it's just for us, but I I really like it. Every year on January 1st, the sun is at 10 degrees Capricorn. Why is that so exciting for the Space Trash podcast? Because your son, Molly, happy birthday, by the way, it was yesterday-ish. Your son is at (laughs) 9 degrees Capricorn and my moon is at 10 degrees capricorn so every time it is the new year your solar energy is being highlighted and spotlighted and every year on the new year especially around the full moon 
my lunar energy is being highlighted. And I just think that's so fun because how iconic could we be? My wow. moon is at 10 degrees. Your sun is at nine degrees and the sun on January 1st. We're all like, boo-hoo, the Gregorian calendar. They're not even ancients, whoever wrote that, right? But actually, just in terms of the Gregorian calendar being what it is, it still has us Capricorns completely and totally centered. And I just wanted to give that to you as a gift before we dive in. Yeah, that's really interesting. I love it. I mean, and you know it more because it's like your birthday's like literally right before. But I just, I, to me, I didn't know it because the moon is your internal and it's shrouded in secrecy and darkness. And so much of the work of becoming an adult woman is, is peering a light into that darkness. And so that is what you gave to me with your son on my moon on New Year's every year forevermore and always. So. Oh my God. I love mm -hmm. it. Really good. So at the beginning of last year, Venus was at 29 degrees Capricorn. The first full moon of this year was in Cancer. And I love it because the last full moon of this year, and this doesn't always happen, is also in Cancer. This was a very Cancer Capricorn year, and we are here as Cancer Capricorns. And Prince William's a Cancer. Oh, yeah. And Kate's a Cancer Capricorn. And this was a big year of Harry kind of mask off, I hate William and Kate. Right. Yeah. And Meghan Markle is a Cancer rising. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. You would think she and William would have gotten along better. You know, I still think they could. Maybe that's just the Cancer Capricorn in me, always hoping that status finds status in the end and, and has cool parties. But, like, I don't know. You know, I mean, I think Harry is going to have a lot of growing to do. But once he does, Megan's honestly down to clown. I hope so. I hope that's true. I actually don't think Megan's the problem. I think Megan loves Harry and she yes ends him into career suicide over and over. Right. Megan is in the worst possible position for a Leo, which is yeah. that she stumbled into wor the world fame that she has sought through her entire <laughs> life. But because of her husband, she has to pretend she hates it. That's exactly right. And it, it's very sad and upsetting. It's not fair. It's not fair to her. It's not fair to us. We want to see her cool outfits. We want to see her swanning around like the Leo that she is. But instead, she has to pretend that she wants to do charity. Blech. She doesn't want to do that. She just wants to podcast. And if you just let her podcast the way she wants to podcast, I think we would have gotten a much fine. better pro product. Dude, I totally agree. I think the only reason that the podcast was bad is because we are like witnessing her trauma play out creatively in real time, where it's like she was so shook from her experience in the monarchy that she was like, look, you guys just do the podcast and I'll just like edit my voice in after. Like, I don't trust myself at all to just riff. Right. She is so terrified of yeah. like what people She's are going to say and everything, but she needs to also like Harry go mask off and be a real housewife, like be messy, be petty. No one will blame you. Just actually do it instead of like kind of doing it behind the scenes and acting like you're sort of like Little Miss Perfect. I just want to throw out there, though, like as we reflect on the year behind and contemplate and make wishes towards the year ahead, I sort of hope that Harry and Meghan end up on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because actually it's sort of the thing they both need. Because at the end of the day, even if Harry Denver has a photographer try to shoot his photo again he's still going to tell us and feel that he is having that happen all the time so yeah, you might as well be be intentional about it yes the cameras are here right or just be unfamous like go away don't do jobs and yeah, but he was he's anymore. never going to, yeah but he's don't never leak going news to. but he's never gonna happen to being, he's never, to gonna being famous. Happen, never gonna happen um did you watch the final season of the crown 
I started it about four times. It's extremely boring. It's an extremely boring show. It's so boring. This yeah, but I didn't think it was. Was it always boring? I thought. Yeah, it was always. I just boring. can't get into it right now. I'm like, okay, I'll need a chunk of time where I'm like really, really sick with my next illness and like know that I can fall asleep and come back to it. Like as I go, subtitles help a lot. They'll keep you more engaged. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ever since you told me though that Emerald Fennell, I found out it was Fennell. Um, oh shit! Is and oh oh and I found out it was. Barry, I sent it to you phonetically. It was like Kyog. Kyogen, I know. Kyogen, Kyogen. So bo- we were like sort of like if you mix both of ours together, we got it right. He pronounces it in like an anglicized way, which is shocking. That's his trauma. So anyway. Mm-hmm. This new season, like. It's boring as hell. It's boring, but they do throw in the Nazi scandal in the final episode. And you're like, wow, Netflix really had to prove that they weren't going easy on Harry just because he's part of the Netflix fam. You know, they had to throw in the Nazi uniform. Wow. Well, yeah, I might have to stick with the Patreon, but I have so many thoughts now about how this year truly is and always is a full herald. But I just want to say real quick, I think it's interesting that Israel's at war and committing a genocide, objectively, which... We're not going to get into politically, but also Kanye has had this issue with the Jews and now just posted some Hebrew apology, which is so condescending and total. This is the first thing I've been like, fuck you, too. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just think it's sort of interesting because like the year did begin with us talking about Harry in the Nazi suit. And now we're talking about Kanye in a Nazi in sheep's clothing Instagram post. I'll cut that. That's yeah. not even interesting. Sorry, but I tried. No, don't cut it. We don't have time. Just is it interesting? It... Is it interesting? Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, okay. it's been... Sometimes I just yeah. think I'm stupid, but I just love patterns. I just love patterns. Well, here's another pattern. On January 17th, we did an episode on Kim Kardashian's, quote, quiet girl era. Interesting. Yeah, I completely forgot that Kim was in a quiet girl era. And I don't even know what we were talking about. But it's funny because now for the last like several days, she has been posting photo after photo after photo. Um, Oh, this was OK. Yeah. The, the last few days she's been posting all these photos of her, you know, million dollar Christmas party, which is so over the top and offensive. I mean, I love Kim Kardashian. I'm a Kim apologist, but it's like, just shut up. Just shut I up. I want to say prediction Stop for the new year, though. Photos. Prediction for the new era, not even the new year, but moving forward, this could be the end of us seeing celebrities turn their California backyard into a winter wonderland. The The days of opulence and wealth exploitation in a way of just, I guess, bragging is over. Well, it's been over, but him is just shameless. No, but, but it's, well, because I'm looking at her pictures, I'm like, wow, you're wearing that dress for what? To stay home with your kids and just have people over? <laughs> like, come on. If I, was rich, if I was rich, I would have wear. some confidence. If I was rich, I would wear that stupid dress. I really would. And but the thing is, like, first of all, I would wear that stupid dress, but I might even wear it from like a Victoria's Secret and have it be $39. I don't know. I just feel like to dress up like that to stay home is like lol. Oh, I do that. That's Christmas. We do that. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, you guys got dressed up to go to the hill to, to the Westin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what we do. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. like I always dress respect, up for Christmas. Respect. Respect. But, I just think, you know, one post would have been fine. It was just after a while, she's posting so many things about how she got her whole yard covered in snow and all this shit. And it's like, oh, my God, like, 
people literally it's just like send water bottles to gaza i know people are dying Come on. Kim. like just stop it come on P- no but that's where least- courtney ultimately does come out on top because that is the, i would say the most astute comment to come out of the entire kardashian reality empire which is like there are children dying in africa kim like fuck your earring there's children dying in Calabasas. Like, that's a, it's but, but just, wasn't that, am I getting the quote right? Wasn't that the quote? Yeah, like, Kim, there's people that are dying. Kim, there's people that are dying. Like, that is kind of the thing. So the reason why she said she was in her quiet girl era, it was when Kanye was going ham and she posted two text-based Instagram stories. The first one said, I'm in my quiet girl era. I don't have hmm. much to say, just much to do, which well, is obviously I mean, bullshit. They Do you have the any- dates of this? Real quick, do you have the dates? Uh, Glamour Magazine. It was January. Says, thir- says Thursday evening, and this was written on January 13th. So it was either the 12th or the 13th that it happened, I would guess. Fascinating. Fascinating. And then, and then the next post, this was our favorite. I remember talking about this. She put, just remember, the black sheep usually turns into the goat. Oh, yeah. We were like, what are you talking about, Rob? It does, but, but the Who are you talking sheep- about? The black sheep does not turn into the goat. They're two different. Not species. only does the black sheep not turn into the goat, but she couldn't be less of a black sheep in the world or no. in her family at all. I not in her family, but she was reviled and still is reviled Ooh, by a lot that's of people. True. You know, but yeah, still. but either way, she's not. I feel like the black sheep is like you know, Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, yeah, but actually, okay, I take it back though because you're right, like. Kim actually in the maybe she was talking about herself. I thought in a way she was still sort of Kanye defending there. Like, hey, for the record, you think he's crazy now, but like, but I don't know. I feel like Kim that was also right around when their divorce was official. I think like, I feel like she was like I. We were all like, is it because she's in her quiet girl era, or is it because Kanye can't dress her anymore and she's nervous? It's because she was probably signing a big deal with a waist trainer or flat tummy tea company legally i'm actually like, not allowed to keep talking but we'll call it my quiet girl era. right she's like i'm turning into a goat that's it which is why she's which is ultimately why she's genius and she is the goat and she's right yeah something else that we went into this year was uh pamela anderson's netflix documentary which was you know kind of started a trend of hot women coming out as hot women and talking about how hard it is Mm-hmm. we've seen emily radikowski mm-hmm. jump on this bandwagon we had sydney sweeney this week talk about My- how she's empowering girls to to have the bodies that we have and it was like who's <laughs> we well that's where it's like okay love the idea but nobody has your body sid yeah and like everything everything we do as women is not automatically empowering sometimes we're just doing stuff sometimes we're just trading on our bodies or sexuality and that's fine it's totally fine it's a tool in your arsenal i thank god for it all the yeah, time yeah but it's not like you know necessarily you're not susan b anthony you know what i mean but i think that that no we're was- susan b fucking out here is currency <laughs> right and it's like totally fine but like you don't need to kind of appropriate the language of the oppressed to talk about how you're like you know, it was so hard to be a Playboy centerfold, you know? Right. I mean, Sydney, Sweeney, it's like, you're all Which allowed Pam now. Also did. You're all now allowed to have big ass titties and a tiny little waist. And it's like, thanks, Sid. <laughs> right. It's like, no, we've thanks. been there. That's cool. always been okay. 
that's always been okay sounds great right it's like lena dunham i think kind of came on the scene and was like i'm not ashamed of my body which is great and then yeah but we don't see her on tv anymore right and now all these skinny girls are like "Ooh, i can use that you know i would bet you my life which either way clearly i'm not totally hung up upon because i know that it's going to come to an end at whatever point it's meant to because death capricorn season reminder death but Mm. which i actually think is put a pin in that though because i realized a lot about capricorn energy during this capricorn season so far which is just to say that like death being imminent is not a bad thing it is about if you died tomorrow is your legacy what you want it to be that's what's driving capricorn right 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 right. where on the mountain did you land oh my god what are people saying about you and that's freaking me out so much now that I have a baby. I'm just like, oh, my God. I No, we're going to capitalize on that baby, man. Don't worry. I know. Speaking of Gypsy Rose Lee, get ready. If worse Gypsy comes to worse, it becomes a, a prison sentence, an engagement, and a musical. Yeah. Something right. else that we didn't have an episode <laughs> dedicated to, but that was huge this year, was Pamela Bassett did the thing. Wait, okay, so that was a part of a lot of the a lot of the year wrap-ups, and every single time that it came up, I laughed out loud alone. I laughed aloud. That is the one of the funniest ba- that ba- even the fact that it's the BAFTAs, which sounds like it's like making fun of awards show acronyms. The BAFTAs. The BAFTAs. Like that was so funny. And the BAFTA thing. Why was it so funny? Was it so funny because, like, I think if, if it was it came... because of the UK audience. Yeah, but I also think that if it had, yeah, if it had had a more supportive audience, yeah. if it had come out, like, in the Me Too, like, when Me Too was at its peak, yes, yes. I think it would have been absolute, it would have brought it the house. It would have crushed. It would have fucking crushed. It was just like, it was just like not, like, it was the writers in the first place not reading the room. But like, no, if you had had Taylor Swift with Ice Five being like, Angela Bassett did the thing in the, in the crowd while it was going on, it would be like, wow, iconic. Whoever that right. singer was. Now I don't remember her name again. What was her name again? Um, I know, I can't remember. She played Anita in West Side Story. Bruno, she- ba, 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 ba. She, she, she's a great voice actor and Broadway actress, but ultimately, unless you're my boyfriend, I don't care about Broadway that much. Other than Tammy Blanchard and my boyfriend, so lol. But like... <laughs> Yeah, I think this what was, was uh, no. What fuck? What's her name? This is gonna really. It's okay. Me. I think this was the p- important thing is what it meant culturally, which is it was the final nail in the coffin of like the girl boss era and <laughs> women support and and women su- supporting women being That's like hilarious. the ultimate goal of the world, which has always pissed me off because I'm like, men don't have to support men. Why do I have to support every woman? I'll support the ones I like. What are you talking about? Because the whole thing, the whole song was like. It was about all the women who were nominated. And mm. it's like, why? There was. Yeah, but like, here's it... the thing. It, no, yeah, but, yeah, but Molly, you've lived in the UK too long. Why? Because it's fun. I did a radioisotope song at the end of the eighth grade. You know, theater is fun. Singing about stuff is fun and fun. Yeah, but, but like, like, why the... did it have to be only the women? Like, why are we still pre- like it's oh, kind of like right. A... So, right. Okay. Right. I didn't watch the whole back dozen, I guess, in my mind, like Hugh Jackman did a man song. No, there was no man song. Of course, mm. there wouldn't be a man song. There was mm. only a women's song. So mm. I'm kind of heartened by how bad the reception on this was because really I do bad. feel like it's kind of the end. It's the beginning of the end of identity politics being first and foremost in the entertainment industry. You know what I, I mean? I love that. I, that would be great. 
because it's not working. It's not working. It's not bringing people well, to well, the well, well, No, pause, pause. It worked. When it became a thing, it was because it had to. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And now we can take our foot off the gas. Yes. That's so true. That's true. That's very, very true. There was a time when women weren't voting, and it was actually after they had credit cards, we found out. LOL. Or before. Uh, that was a callback to another episode that now I've already fucked up again, so I'm going to just, just ignore that. But um, what was the thing that I said? Like, women couldn't vote before they went to the moon or something? Yeah, and you were like, women couldn't vote until the <laughs> 60s. And I was yeah. like, there. <laughs> like, I don't think. So I, all I'm saying is in the times of the suffragettes, when there was something to fight and for, worth it. But then it's like, drop the fight. Also, like, fight by making good stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. I do think that if it was the VMAs, whoever that singer was would now be on the map. Because it was in Mommy and Daddy UK, Mommy and Daddy, other than Jamie Lee, were like, what yeah they were like Whereas jamie lee curtis clapping along was like the best part of the whole thing yeah it reminded me of when i saw a star is born over here in a british theater and Boy. at the end like after he spoiler alert kills himself and lady gaga sings her like heart-wrenching torch song the woman in front of us like the credits started rolling and the woman in front of us just turns to the person she was with and goes well that was a bit weird <laughs> it was like so british you're like but, go to new york baby fuck yourself up yeah but anyway what happened next what happened oh, next i want to say though the thing that i remember now that i got lost in before and this will be a, a, an end to that and then we'll continue after our last episode and listening to youtube's interviewing emerald Fennell. yes i sort of think bradley and emerald Fennell could long-term be a match in what way? I think they could be soulmates. Romantically, creatively, yes. platonically. Uh, I, I'm not here to. I'm not here to uh, color in the outlines that I'm drawing. I'm simply here to make the coloring book of what could be. Okay. And I just feel like they are compatible. That they are really like twinning. The fact that it was both their second effort, and the, and they came out on these weeks together, and they both are Libras. There, I don't know. There's just a strong energy. He's a Libra Capricorn. She is a Libra Taurus. I don't know. I feel like there is a real, like mono. Here's the thing. Even if he and Gigi go the distance and get married, they might also get divorced because at the end of the day, what Bradley wants us all to know is that he's not just one thing. He's an auteur of the arts. 
I, I now I want to say fennel, but it's fin, fennel, emerald fennel or something. Fennel. Is fennel, fennel. She said it fennel like it was the. the it's fennel. Fennel. Is it? That's so pretentious. Oh, no, no, no. It's fennel, right. It looks like fennel, so I was calling her but a salad, British. but actually it's fennel. You're British. It's an English word, fennel. It's fennel. Well, that's it's like, yeah, but it's like the English Channel or the English Chanel. Right. Like, get over yourself, Emerald. Whoa. Come on. No wonder Whoa. everybody hates you. That's where they're. Yeah, but they have. He would love to be with somebody that's a part of the British aristocracy. But he only dates models there. Yeah, but she's really hot. She was Camilla on the crown. That, like, changed my whole paradigm of her. Then I looked you're into her. You're the only person. She's beautiful. Who, she the looks like. You thinks Camilla's hot. You know that, right? I don't want to talk about it. That's actually like deep. No, 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 no. Like, yeah, and it's so funny too because last episode I'm like, some people want to eat my period. And he's like, I want to be a tampon. It's like maybe I would do well in the UK, is all I'm saying. So anyway, you would do way with do well with that one specific, extremely weird couple that everyone hates. <laughs> well, but they're the most famous, and that's what Capricorns care about. That's true. Hello. You're right. Hello, okay, status. we need to move on in our. Anyway, okay, we need to move on in our year. So, the year that was okay. So basically, Another the huge... thing about last year. Oh no, sorry. Tell me the thing about last year. Basically, we started the year with Mars and Mercury in retrograde. And so basically January, February, and March were like almost extensions of like the year didn't really start until March. And that's when all the planets started moving. Okay. That that tracks because tell that's us, when tell us more. That's when Scandaval started. And that's when Saturn moved into Pisces and Raquel entered her Pisces return. Right, right, right. I mean her right, Saturn right. return. Her Saturn return. Yeah, that was when we did VPR Scandaval. It started in March. I misspoke earlier when I said it was August, September, because that was just when Raquel went on Bethany's podcast. So VPR was mid-March. Uh, Paris Hilton's memoir was yes. late March. Yes. This, do you remember this one? Gwyneth Paltrow ski crash, late March. Trump indicted April 1st. Um. Meghan Markle skips the coronation mid-April. So these are all, things are heating up in, in April, March, March, April. You're right. These are all kind of people, like, this is all, I feel like the theme here is like. Sorry, I had to get another press on. Oh, no, that's fine. Do, do you, do you, you can't be I just doing couldn't have it be, your... like, I can't have it be lopsided, like, as I think clearly. You can't. Look at my nails. Aren't they cute? They have little stars on them. I love it. So, okay. I feel like all of these things that I'm revealing, they're all kind of secrets being excavated. The, mm. the chickens coming home to roost. Women winning, even though we don't support women anymore because it's lame. We support people. people that we like, which includes Gwyneth Paltrow. And and the guy who sued her, I liked him too. You did? I did. You really do contain that, multitudes. But, oh, I do. I mean, Gemini rising with Lilith and Chiron exactly on my rising. So, like, I'm really here to play both sides. So, why was all of this excavation of the facts and feelings going on in March and April? Mm, what an astro apropos question, Mall. Here's why: because the first thing major that happened in 2023 was that Saturn on March 7th moved out of Aquarius into Pisces. So we were in this era where Saturn, the planet that rules, you know, boundaries, blocks, restrictions, systems, structures, uh, discipline, 
long-term time. Why do we always say that Capricorns are playing the long game? Because Capricorn and Aquarius are both ruled by Saturn. Saturn is the work, right? Saturn requires us to take responsibility for X, Y, and Z. So like while Saturn was in Aquarius, there was an emphasis on like AI creation. And like, you know, we had uh, COVID. So there was sort of an energy of like, how do we connect while we're remote? Saturn and also groups, Black Lives Matter. Put a pin in that for the Patreon. I have a shame around BLM, but Black Lives Matter. You have a shame around BLM? Something you did that shames you? Yeah, but it's not what you think. Okay. That, that's a great tea up for what it is. You're going to die. Join the Patreon uh, if you want to hear it. Patreon.com Patreon. yeah. slash Space Trash Podcast. Okay. And keep that set up in mind because lol. But Saturn moved into Pisces in March, not only signaling the beginning of Raquel Rachel Levis's, sorry, sorry, Rachel Raquel Levis's Saturn return, but it was the beginning of the rules and boundaries and structures conversation starting to Pisces dissolve. And I think the connection between women stepping into these power positions and sharing their stories is less about Angela Bassett bad performance and more about just the structural patriarchy starting to dissolve, if that makes any sense. Mm-mm. So it's like we don't need to do pandering theater, but we do need to acknowledge all of the memoirs. Okay, cool. <laughs> Love it. All right. Late April. Taylor Swift and Joe Allen broke up. Thank God. It had Thank to end. God. It had to end. Do you ever go back and listen to Antihero now and think, Jesus Christ, he had her down on herself? How could tall, blonde, all American Taylor Swift think that she's the antihero because she was dating a hater? Well, again, this could be a longer story Patreon convo, but the next step for Taylor to realize is that she owes Kim K and Kanye's troll a lot. Yes. Artists need to get down sometimes. Sorry. Right. What are you going to write about if everything's all good? You're not going to be Lisa Frank. Come on. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot about this thing that happened May 20th. Oh, my God. No. Everything I said, this this was my favorite story of the year. Harry and Meghan's near-catastrophic car chase in New York City. Near-catastrophic. (laughs) Near-catastrophic. That was wild. That was something. That was the end of an era. That was truly the end of people taking them seriously sorry like the the last vestiges of people who took them seriously kind of flew the coop at that point well what i think is interesting is that when we're talking about april and may of 2023 we're talking about the first solar eclipse in aries that happened on april 20th so that was them actually entering their we don't even care if nobody fucks with us era because they backed themselves into that but they care yeah, but they're going to now have to release that care in order to do what we really need for them, which is to join the Housewives franchise. Right. So there was also an eclipse in May. Um, also in May, there was a major shift, which is that Jupiter, the planet of abundance, expansion, and growth, moved for the first time into Taurus. So it's interesting, too, because you're talking about Harry and Megan. Megan is not a Taurus, but she has a, all of her... Uh, planets on the on the fixed axis so she's very much a leo she has a i believe scorpio midheaven she's very she does have a very fixed nature nature harry is a taurus scorpio 
Oh, no, no, that's not true. He's a Virgo. Oh, but it, well, his fame axis. But no, isn't Harry, what is Harry? Harry's a Virgo. I forget. I think, yeah. He's Virgo. either a Taurus Virgo or a Virgo Taurus Capricorn rising. So either way, he's all Earth. I mean, the predominant focus of 2023 was Earth and Earth and water signs. Harry's all Earth and water. So I guess it's interesting to me when we're talking about Jupiter moving into Taurus and the solar eclipse shifting into Aries and the nodes shifting into Aries. It's like, yeah, Harry actually started to be like his reputation became expanded in his Taurus. It's like, yeah, this guy wanted to write a book about being angry about having a lackadaisical bunch of years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everyone was like, yo, shut up about your wealth and privilege. Sorry you had cameras around, but like, you know, you don't brag about not caught again, bro. Like I think people hated it. I'm so angry that TJ Maxx tried to say that they actually don't do sales when they do, but that's a different story. But in April and May, we had these major Topsy turvy. Well, it was like, so 2023 was a hybrid eclipse year. So there were some Taurus Scorpio eclipses. Eclipses are fate points. And then there were some Aries Libra eclipses. The first eclipses of last year were in April and May. The solar eclipse was in Aries. The lunar eclipse was in Taurus. So we started to have this hybrid year happening where it was like, oh, we're shifting out of this phase of knowing where we stand, like what ground we stand on, and into who we become as an avatar fighter then. And this whole year is basically like, or this past year has basically been trying to kind of sh like balance those two things. Like here's the terrain and here's the avatar. And how can your avatar fit into the terrain in a way that is long-term sensible? I think that Harry and Meghan are really great examples of the astrology in motion because Harry literally is just trying to get his a footing in this new earth that he ventured to. Like, he did create this for himself. He could have just shut the fuck up and been a prince. Yeah. But he didn't. He was like, we're going to Hollywood. And I don't know what it's all for, but I'll know when I'm free. I do think that's going to look like a, a housewife's uh, residency, but... I think in April and May, we were watching these eclipses happen where they were literally getting cut off for real, for real from the monarchy. And it was like, no, for real, though, like you guys be your own stability. Cool, cool, cool. Way to go. Now do right. your own thing. Aries North, do fine. Do your own thing. Cool. Way to go. See how it goes. Yes. And the car crash thing seemed like a major, major cry for help and attention from the royal family specifically. Like they were. Well, and it's, well, it's so embarrassing to be like, now do your own thing. And then they're like, okay, we almost had a car crash. And it's like, well. You didn't. You were going 25. That's just New York traffic, babe. Right. And also like. If it's the BQE. You, if you're driving really fast, people don't get your picture. Just let them take your picture. Right. Like I would hope that they learned that lesson, but I don't think they did. Yeah, and also wear a seatbelt. I mean, yeah, that's embarrassing. Shame. Shame on yeah. you guys. So Okay, so June was pretty boring. Um, well, and in June, July... one thing did happen. Well, no, I have to say something about June. Okay. We have to we have to. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. In June, Pluto... So, so Pluto moved into Aquarius in early 2023. Then in June, it moved back into Capricorn. So from now... Or from June until now through March, 
Pluto, for the last time in any of our lives, is finishing the story that it started in 2008. So you all want to look in the Capricorn area of your charts and like what has died and then been purified in order to be reborn in the area of Capricorn in your chart. Okay. And the reason June is boring is because all the celebrities want to go on vacation in June and July, so they don't release anything big. So I'm sure they were all going through shit, but we didn't know what it was. And it really just so happens that there was not really any astrology other than in July, we started a Venus in Leo retrograde. So how perfect that celebrities were not out. They were in retrograde, Leo, Venus in retrograde. They weren't in hiding. July 1st, we had a failed Russia coup with Prigozhin. Right. That's just fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was really fun for a day thinking there was going to be a coup. Uh, Lizzo gets sued August 3rd. Remember that? I, how can I forget? I mean, August 4th, Ariana Grande scandal hits with SpongeBob. Yep. August 12th, we have this weird almost sexual assault happen on Below Deck. That was wild. I loved learning about that, though. That was like very informational for me. Mid-August, then we have Britney Spears and Sam Asghari. So things are heating up again in August. Well, all of this that you are referring to right now is a result of that Venus retrograde in Leo. It started July 22nd and ended September 3rd. So everything you're talking about, celebrity relationships, celebrities are bully, celebrities are fondling each other illegally in reality TV sets. All of it is Venus in retrograde in Leo fodder. Then we had... uh mercury in virgo go retrograde august 23rd to september 15th so that was a period of time where we really were like going inward and then rethinking and reclaiming and kind of getting messy out in public celebrities but kind of showing us this these like tectonic plates tectonic plates shifting underneath us where it's like whoa wait a second like as much as we want to hate ari for it i kind of get where she's like i'm a nerd and i need to be with the theater nerd that's actually who i am it's her Saturn return. Right. Not a real estate bro. And right. then we get Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner divorced September 8th. That was fun for like a hot minute. Then the Russell Brand allegations <laughs> are in mid-September. And then finally on September 27th, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey uh, debut, hard launch their relationship, which they swear was already going on for a little while. Uh, I don't know if I believe it. They were, it was definitely going on for a little bit, but they definitely made it. They made it official pretty quick. And I relate, I can relate to that. That's how I am too. I make things official and, very quick. Um, and I never let it go. <laughs> yeah. And that was fun. Officially. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like this whole fall has been about sort of trying to like settle into the foundations that we laid at the beginning of the year. And there is like a lot of chaos present. There's a lot of like, we're going to move into this new year with all the planets going direct, which is actually kind of rare and kind of cool. But this last few months, this fall has really been a retrograde period where we've been going like, okay, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. If we really are entering the Aquarius and like the great unknown We want to be able to shore up whatever foundations that we actually do have, which ironically, after all this Taurus Scorpio stuff, isn't really about the material. It's about the spiritual and it's about resources, but really recognizing what you have to give, what you are willing to receive. And just like the South Node 
draining the the swamp of Libra relationships, relationships that had to end, ended. If your relationship made it through this fall, you're in it for the zombie apocalypse. Way to go. That's your team. That's great to know. So Taylor and Travis are going to get married and have babies. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Did you see the thing that Ariana posted where she, like, a, a couple days ago where she was like, I went through so much this year. It was such a crazy year. And everyone's like, you stole someone's husband. Like, what Yeah, I feel about? sort of weird about Ari right now. I've been a long-term Ari stan, maybe against my better judgment. But I just, I do have so much love for her. And I just think she's so talented. But I do think the only reason I sort of, I'm like, okay, maybe this Ethan Slater thing is like really like legitimately in her soul is because he's, he's objectively so ago. And she, well, I mean, the amount of plastic surgery that she gets, I mean, used to get now she doesn't, she came out, she, she did like a, she did an Instagram live where it was like, I used to get filler. Now I just look like a grandma. Cause I'm being myself. And it's like, she Oh, looks- she looks nice. well. She what she looks like is like she looks like she has an eating disorder. Is what it looks like. She's like a. I know it's really sad. it's sad. She it's just looks. She just looks back. like she isn't eating. Is what she looks like. Daphne's crying. We should stop talking. About yeah, that. she's like enough. Don't talk about Ari's eating disorder. You're so right. Let's end it. Join us for the Patreon for more. <laughs> yeah, we. Okay, couple <laughs> more things. Britney Spears's memoir, which was fascinating. Reality reckoning has been going on for a few yeah. months. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into it on the Patreon, but that's very much sort of the rumblings of the. Pluto into Aquarius shift that's going to happen. The interesting thing about the reality reckoning is at first Bethany kind of was mentioning unionizing and then she really backpedaled and now she's just kind of on a I hate Andy Cohen tour. So that's been an interesting (laughs) I don't know. I would love to hear have to look more into that. I'd like to know more. I'm gonna Google it when we get off. Yeah, I would love to read like a really good reported out uh you know timeline process. Yeah pitch it somewhere Paris and love came out in December and now we're in award season and no one's really doing anything that interesting what would you say like kind of is the summary of this year I feel like this year a lot of things were shifting and we didn't know who was the hero who was the villain i.e Taylor's anti-hero you mean Molly's muted because the baby's crying but she said yeah I could see it in her face and her mouth um what do I think yeah I mean it's what I was saying, though, It's that like, yeah, we felt the shifting of the times happening. And what we were looking for during this year was like, what are our actual resources? If we're in relationships that are draining us and not feeding us, then either there needs to be a very clear restructuring of those relationships or they need to end. If we are in right relationship with our work and ourselves we're going to find that like Taylor's a great example for us because it's like, okay, I do think that they started dating and committed to each other almost immediately upon even Googling each other, but, or her Googling him, I guess. But I actually think part of what's so cool about it is that like, they both felt this underlying sense that like it was happening all along. So they met the, they, they did manifest each other though. And so the reason it is going, quote unquote, so fast is because it's like it's basically like a, a product of their labor. They're they're getting the fruits of their labor in each other. And that's beautiful to me. Wow. Yeah. And I think that's a great message for anyone who's worried that their relationship is going too fast. Do it. Do it. Move in together to have your rent. 
Like your rent will be cut in half and you'll find out if you're compatible. Just do it. What I learned this year is (laughs) I am so happy that, well, I hope at least that we are realizing as a society that, you know, there's been a lot of huge gains for women in entertainment over the last few months, especially Taylor Swift and Beyonce dominated the summer, made a gazillion dollars. Barbie made a gazillion dollars. Things are looking really amazing if you are a conventionally beautiful woman in Hollywood. Finally, we have broken the glass ceiling and we're making as much money as the men in Hollywood. So here's what sucks about that. It has not translated into anything good for the average woman in society whatsoever. Women still don't get enough maternity leave women still don't make as much as men in the rest of the world so what i hope for us in 2024 is that we can all stop looking for messages and morals in entertainment because it doesn't help anyone and just be entertained make some funny capers have some weird little freaky dudes like barry keoghan running around a mansion like we don't I I don't need the girl boss entertainment anymore. I want some fucked up, weird, funny, strange entertainment. And I want better maternity leave for everybody else. And I don't think we need to sacrifice fun entertainment in order to have that. And I'm very happy for, uh, you know, Barbie, Margot Robbie, uh, Beyonce, Taylor Swift. I'm very happy for all of them that they're making so much money, but Barbie was boring to me and I wanted something a little more fucked up. And I, I just want, I, I want, I want art that makes me think instead of just being like, okay, yeah, well, girl power. I'm sorry. I'm being, and maybe it's haterish. I don't know, but that's my message for the year. Well, so what's really exciting for me is that now I'm going to edit our podcast and listen back because I have no idea what you just said. My computer actually fell off. Joy has a tiny desk, but. Um, oh, you're going to love it. Back, your, mic- your microphone's I'm, I'm not thrilled. working. Oh, fuck. Hold on a second. <laughs> And I don't think you should edit it. I think you just need to post it. Okay, I'm just going to put it online. I'm just going to put it online. But wait, what? Oh, wait, hold on. I just want to say something, though, based on what you were saying. I was saying that we had a lot of big wins for female celebrities this year and zero wins for women. I mean, Roe v. Wade was overturned this year. Literally. Right. I mean, fucked up. Having feminism in our media, it hasn't helped. (laughs) So, like, what are we doing? Just have some. I don't know. I just think art is art, politics are politics. If you really care about the well-being of women you know demanding different types of movies and tv shows is not really gonna move the needle in my opinion well some of my favorite stuff ever is sexist i love the wolf of wall street like i want to for sure like it doesn't need everything doesn't need to carry and my bags what's that men i want all men to carry my stuff yes yes i agree I agree with that completely. I am not strong. Sorry. I also want to get away from this 50-50 thing of like, you know. Oh, totally. You should literally pay for me if you can. Thanks. Yes. Women contributing 50-50, especially now that I've had a baby. Now now that I realize, right, you had a baby and I did death. So much of women's work. I could, my brother came for two nights and in that time he had to take my mother to the ER one time. I was so grateful because I was like, yeah, Luke, for the record, I do this all the time and it's a huge energy (laughs) suck. Yeah. Yes. I spend so much time doing woman's work that I would never not do because I am a cancer Capricorn, but 
It is unpaid. It is unpaid. It is fully unpaid. So if you got the income, pay. Thanks. Yes, I agree. Great and message. I will do the things that I can do, which you can't do. But either way, it's unpaid. Historically, women's work needs to be compensated better and appreciated more. No matter who's doing it, whether men are doing it, whether totally, like, totally. And men, need yeah, to man, mannies deserve rights too. If right, you're yes. not going to do the work, you need to pay up. That's the thing. If you're not going to do the women's work, you better 100%. be doing the men's work. Right. And that doesn't mean like creating more and more trust for your unborn family. It means trusting that the people are here are going to make life more fun if you help with paying for shit. <laughs> Put a roof over people's heads. Okay. Well, I guess that went really off the tracks, but I think it's really but important. But so did 2023, but so did 2023. Yeah. It Well, it was just a murky, weird year. It was a weird ass year. Well, and the thing that I think I said this time last year and that I will say again is that the truth is between 2020 and 2025, we're really in prologue energy. Like, actually, the curtain has not started. Like, the show's not started yet. We're all backstage, like, fumbling around, like, trying to figure out, like, what props we want and what outfits we're going to wear and, like, what costume and, and, like, vibrato, like, range will be. And in 2025, we're in the Shire. We didn't leave yet. We didn't even we didn't meet Legolas. Yet. Right. But but at the same time, before he even found the ring, he was like, oh, I know. Let's have an adventure. Let's go pick strawberries. So oh, it's I like, that's okay, that. too. I mean, no, I mean, I, that was an ad lib. I mean, I don't, I don't think they actually picked strawberries in Lord of the Rings. But yeah, I just, I guess re- recognizing that, I guess to me, part of what I was, what, what was affirmed for me this year is like, yeah, as a Capricorn, speaking to a Capricorn, let me just say, like, long game is the only game, and death is imminent. And both of those things in mind, there is no rush. I feel like I've spent a lot of my life, like, rushing somewhere that, like, I actually not only am not going, but, like, for what? And, like, I don't know. I I mean, I hate to be so cliche, but I feel like, if anything, the this year taught me, like, the journey is the way. And, like, things work out that are so beyond. Dude, in the past, like, two weeks, people have come out of the woodwork with with really exciting prospects for the year ahead for me that, like, oh my God, and that's, like, I thought I was just, like, depressed and, like, cultivating my insides all year. But, like, and I was, but at the same time, my energy going within actually was having this ripple effect where from the outside people were able to think of me and connect with me and now we're meeting at this point where i'm ready to come out again and people are meeting me with work amazing perfect so it's like i guess that's if that makes any sense my message is just like yes sometimes you got to go through your kim k quiet girl era if the energy calls for it and we were still talking for hours and hours on end can't stop won't stop Okay, I think this is perfect. Well, I we really will think- stop right now. Lol, lol, lol. Yes, we're mine. stopping right now. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash space trash podcast. I'm sorry, I didn't put that diaper in the trash can because I didn't know if it was set up properly. Sarah is not editing this. She is just going to put a put theme song on the beginning and the end, and then she's going to go get drunk for New Year's Eve. And we're ending, we're ending this year with dirty diapers and the hope to begin anew with some wipes. Yes, love it, love it. Love you, Sarah. Love you, Space Love you, Happy New Year, everybody. Yes, we love all of you uh, Trashlings. I was going to say Trashlings. But mostly the patrons. 
trash canaholics, trashlings, space trashaholics, but we really mostly love the patrons. Like, for real. yeah, the patrons are helping us survive. Please join the if, Patreon. If you want to have like a clear conscious in 2024, join the Patreon. Yeah, come on. That's what it will take. So, patreon.com okay. slash space trash podcast. Bye bye bye. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.